Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Trevor Davis, wealth coach up here at Total Wealth Academy. Hope everybody's doing good since last week. Last week, the focus of the show was the stock market because we had that update from the Federal Reserve where they raised the interest rates by 0.75. And we've been seeing a lot of reaction to that over the past week because we know that this is really the beginning of this recession cycle. We really know that this is going to be something very serious very soon and we're going to be facing a full-on recession probably by the end of the year. Now, the progress so far, well, let me back up for a second because I want to start off our show as I always start off, which is the Einstein quote, which is the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. Everybody's got something that they want to change. And I bet everybody's got something that they need to change, which may not be something that they want to change, but they need to do it for getting better results. That could be something like, quitting smoking that could be doing something like getting on the diet and really when I think about the dieting it has to be something that's sustainable for the rest of your life so you're not going to put yourself in a position where you're back to where you started the diet has to be something that you can live with for the rest of your life to maintain a healthy body weight everybody's got something that they need or want to change and the truly intelligent people out there as you can become more intelligent on a daily basis through education and mentorship and coaching, you're going to be able to change more. You're going to be able to change more effectively. This isn't the attitude that says you have to change every single solitary thing because there are some things that you're going to want to conserve. Some things are working perfectly fine. Some things are going to work perfectly fine for your entire life, but there are things that you want to change. Now, as always, we are talking about real estate. We are talking about the energy and motivation it requires to get into real estate. Progress this year so far when it comes to the stock market, as a reminder, is that the stock market is going down. And there's been a lot of downswing since last week's news with the Federal Reserve. But here's the recap year to day. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 16.03%. The S&P 500 is down 20.99%. And finally, NASDAQ is down 29.14% from January 1st to today, June 22nd, almost halfway through the year. Now, bear in mind that when you hear these numbers, I want you to be a little bit concerned. I want you to consider this as a potential loss of money if you're not already invested in the stock market and you're not already losing money because these portfolios that take many of the investments in these indexes and takes that money puts it into them and you're going to see the down returns coming you're not making money when the stock market is going down and you're hearing these negative returns you're not making money. 
you are losing money. I mean, it's not even staying still. Your money is being lost, and you have no control whatsoever of this situation. As always, our suggestion is to put some of your money into real estate. I'm not the guy that's going to say, nuke your entire portfolio, put it all into real estate. And to be honest, I say that because I want to give people the fairest shake, even though that's what I would do if I were in your shoes. But most people probably won't end up doing that ultimately. So I'm going to give it the fair realistic shake and breakdown and say, look, get some real estate. Get one single family house and fully understand how it works from the inside out or how this is something that you may want to do a little bit more or maybe it ends up being something that's not for you for goodness sake and that's fine too but at least you can understand how it makes money and at least you can know that even if it's not something that gets you excited per se like you don't have to be someone like you see on HGTV and YouTube that talk about real estate all day you don't have to be that person to invest in real estate you just have to be willing to be a business person and treat this real estate as a business because that is what real estate is even if you have just one piece that's a bit of a business that is a business you have to run it like a business for the express purpose of a profit and capitalism is designed to build profit and that's why so far it's been the most effective economic system that humanity has produced because when you have something as objectively easy to see easy to measure for the success of a business as profit it becomes easy to identify what makes businesses work what makes them not work and it's easy to see whether a business is productive or not and effective at making other people happy when it comes down to whether it's profitable or not and of course a lot of a lot of cynical people out there are going to push back with that and say well there's a lot of companies out there that are unethical and they're still profitable well this is part of the process in and of itself it's not perfect but we've got to understand that profits mean good business and if you want to be in business you have to be comfortable with making a profit and sometimes making decisions that might not be connected to the way you behave normally you have to sometimes be pretty harsh when it comes to making business decisions when we talk about getting into real estate there's a lot of content out there that is designed to help people make a freaking decision if everybody in the world knew that real estate worked everybody still wouldn't do real estate because humans don't work that way even if real estate were the easiest thing in the world everybody knew how it worked everybody knew it worked and made money we're not all the same person we don't all want the same things we don't want to all do the same things that's really the main thing but two when it comes down to it so many people are stuck in a particular mindset that is creating a life that they don't want and even when they're presented with opportunities to make changes in a positive direction they don't take them or 
they don't even see them because their brain is so hardwired to the negativity of their environment, of their upbringing, of what their parents told them, what their siblings told them, what their teachers told them, their friends' parents told them. They don't believe that the opportunities that come up are really going to do anything for them. So I just, I get some pushback on occasion when people ask why we focus so much on motivation at Total Wealth Academy. And it might be a little bit exaggerated, but there's one particular interaction I had that I want to go over after the break where I'm going to discuss what we thought, talked about and why motivation is important. Uh, this is Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. Thank you all so much for listening. Were you told that it's normal to lose money in the down market? That's just not true. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, CEO of Total Wealth Academy. Our clients make money in both the up and down markets while creating a lifetime income stream with passive real estate investing. If you have $100,000 or more to invest, you should consider this to protect and grow your money. To find out more, please attend our free sample class live or online. Visit TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com. And click the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Trevor Davis with the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I want to go over the importance of motivation, why it seems to be such a big thing, why it's really so critical to doing anything, why you have to have it, whether you like it or not, and whether you're cynical about the motivational industry or not. Motivation is core to taking action. Taking action leads you to accomplishing the goals that you set for yourself. So when you're also exposed to the environment like myself in real estate and motivation, you're going to see a lot of it. And if you're listening to the show, you're probably interacting with a lot of motivational content. And that's the way it should be. That's a good position to be in because the other option is to not be surrounded by motivational content, to be surrounded by demotivational content, to be surrounded by influences that are pushing you in the wrong direction. So you can have that cynical part of you, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself as a pretty cynical person in general, but there's got to be that part of you that understands that if you want to be cynical about this, well, look at the opposite. Which one do you want to be more cynical about? You know, I'm going to be more cynical ultimately about the negative BS out there that's telling people that they're, they have no worth, they have no future, they're whatever it is. And then these, these outlooks for these people are typically not good and they typically end up having depression, they typically end up in the criminal justice system. Um, addicted to drugs and all of this other stuff so yeah I think motivation is incredibly important and I think that if more kids are exposed to positive constructive effective motivational content growing up that the world would become a better place motivation as defined in Merriam-Webster is the desire to act in service of a goal the feeling to want to act in the service of a goal. 
Now, a while back, I got an email from somebody that was roughly inquiring about Total Wealth Academy and what we do, and they had been listening to the radio show done by my dad, Steve, and they were asking a couple questions about it, and I, I put asking questions a little politely because it wasn't exactly questions. Um, more of these, more statements than anything. So... This person seemed to take issue with the motivational content of the radio show. They were surprised that there was so much discussion of Tony Robbins and his content in the book Unlimited Power. And first off, I established that this is the book that caused my dad to take action over 32 years ago. I mean, it's literally the book that is the foundation of his modern success so it's very important to him so he's gonna talk about it a lot it's it's an incredible book it's a dense book it's gonna take most people a good couple sessions to read through um, probably a week or two but he's talking about self-control and controlling the brain and keeping it from just being out of control and reactive to everything because as human beings, we're able to make decisions consciously and not be just a part of the animal kingdom in the sense that we're just animals. We're advanced creatures. We have conscious minds. And if people want to debate consciousness or not, I, I don't really want to get into that. But we know we can make our own decisions. That's just a fact. Or maybe it's just an opinion, but it seems like we can. So if we take that responsibility, we can make our own decisions. And this email said, I thought I would learn more than motivation. But in the next sentence, they said, I'm not asking anything for free. But you just need to say it like it is. And if you are just going onto the radio show to get real estate content for free, you know, just, just be upfront about it and say it. That's perfectly fine. That's why we have this radio. <laughs> That's part of the reason that we do this is to give real estate knowledge out to people for free and motivational content out to people for free because we believe it's important for many of the rules that I just described. Then this person talks about their age, they're well into their 50s, and they said, quote, I am wanting a change. Okay, that sounds awesome because as I start the show with, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. But in the next sentence, I do not need motivation, period. Guys, this was one of the most challenging emails I've ever received. And I made sure to be polite but direct in response to address what I considered serious problems in the psychology here. I could... And maybe you can see it here, but can you sense the conflict between these these two parts? You know, I want to learn more than motivation. I'm not asking anything for free. I'm in my 50s, I want to change, but I don't need motivation. So what do you want? I mean, just having the real estate knowledge, unfortunately, is not enough for people to take action. That's literally what we know just as much as people having the knowledge of how to eat healthy doesn't have everybody eating healthy or the knowledge of going to the gym three times a week for 30 minutes to an hour that works and keeps your body healthy people don't do that 
the problem is not just the knowledge of the material of real estate. The problem is also the peer groups people are present in, the motivational nature of their environment, and the motivational nature that they have within their own brain. Desire is de defined as a long or hope for or the wish to do something or get something. It's to long or hope for something or wish for something. So it's a feeling. And as a feeling, we have to identify that it's not the complete picture to get something done. But it is the very first step. And we cannot skip this step or understate its importance in the process of getting a goal completed. And if that was, if I had to say my biggest issue with this discussion was, it's just, it, we're trying to skip something incredibly important to act like we don't need motivation. We don't need to discuss this stuff about how the human brain works like, this person is pretending they're just a robot and all they need is just the knowledge of real estate and then they're going to be able to do this all. That's just not how it works. That's not how people work. And that's not even how people in the millions and billions of account balance, that's not how they work either. There are some days where they don't feel like doing anything, but somehow they keep focused and keep doing what they need to do. So it becomes a question then of getting motivated versus staying motivated. And if there was a point to be made from this person that sent the email, if they're going to say like, oh, I don't want to just listen to all this stuff and then not do something because by itself it's not, it's not everything. Well, yeah, it's not everything because it's not. But it's designed to get you to take action and think about what it is that you want. When most people are in environments and situations where they don't have the brain space to do that. That's why motivation is so important. But just getting motivated by just getting to a point by turning yourself up, by listening to some Tony Robbins CDs all day, and then not doing something because you have no direction, you know, that's ultimately not helpful either. That would be just basically spinning your wheels like a hamster, you know, stuck in the hamster wheel, as it were. You have to have a direction to put that motivation. And you have to be in a position where you can stay motivated on a consistent basis. What's the best way to stay motivated? Staying exposed to motivating material. That's the maintenance. That's something that has to be done on a daily basis if you want to stay focused. Because like it or not, when we talk about human nature, the human brain is hardwired to identify with and look at negative things because that's part of the survival mode. If you're trying to find food, you're in the middle of the jungle, and you're the caveman that didn't see the leopard hiding in the trees, you didn't see the danger, you didn't see the negative thing, you know, you got eaten, and the caveman that did ran off, got to do his thing, and those genes are passed down. So we understand how survival works. But in the modern day, this stuff is a little bit too overboard for the modern life in most situations and of course there are still dangerous situations that you're going to want to use that survival mode to get out of but in a normal situation in a normal day-to-day -day life this brain is hijacking our actions by taking us off track over and over and over again day in and day out stuck on the negativity and especially when it's coming from other people
especially when it's coming from someone that we trust or love. You have to be very, very, very careful with who you're taking advice from, especially if there's someone that your ego is attached to, like a family member, like a significant other, other um, like a parent, like a child, like a, any other relative, a best friend, a friend, a coworker, a boss, manager. You have to be very, very cautious because those words can either be the most helpful or the most hurtful. But you have to acknowledge the importance of that and account for those things. So in terms of getting and staying motivated, staying motivated is the goal. And it was just funny because last night when I was talking about, well, me and my girlfriend were watching Stranger Things, and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that's not currently watching the fourth season of Stranger Things, but it was just interesting because they rile up this group of, of kids, this, this teen, teenager is riling up a group of other teenagers to go get this guy. They're getting motivated for a bad goal, and that's just not what you want to be doing. You have to stay motivated rather than just getting riled up once real quick. Uh, this is Total Wealth Academy radio show. Uh, thanks all for listening. We're at the halfway point. We'll be right back. Do you have a financial planner? Ask them these two questions. One, will I lose money in the down market? Two, do I still pay you if I lose money? If the answer to either question is yes, fire them and come see us. Our clients make money in both the up and down markets and create a lifetime income stream with passive real estate investing. To find out more, please attend our free sample class live or online. Visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and click the free sample class button. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Total Wealth Academy radio show with me, Trevor Davis, Wealth Coach here at Total Wealth Academy. Um, I kind of had to storm through that point, but... I just wanted to talk about the mob mentality of that part from the show last night, and it's just something that you see on a regular basis, and it has to do with getting motivated versus staying motivated. When we talk about someone that riles up a crowd, gets them to do something, hopefully not dangerous, but in many situations it is, and I just I feel like there's a distinction there that has to be made between whatever it is that gets you riled up short-term, and makes you think irrationally versus something that allows you to take action in the now, but it's connected to a meaningful long-term goal that builds on something that's actually worthwhile. When it comes to staying motivated, what it really ends up being is a long-term motivation as discipline. And this is a little concept that's been thrown around a lot that I see on the internet a lot of motivation versus discipline and I think it is very important to draw the line between that because the motivation comes first that's the desire to act in service of a goal and then the discipline is defined as the orderly or prescribed conduct or pattern of behavior and most importantly self-control so you're in the driver's seat of your own actions, not your instincts, not just your survival instincts, but your consciousness, the part of you that's going to nag at the back of your head whenever you end up spending too much time each day 
watching TV or playing video games or going through social media, staring at TikTok. It's like you have that part of yourself that's ringing alarm bells anytime you're doing too much of a short-term instantaneous gratification monkey activity. So why not get the best of both worlds for your brain and cultivate long-term goals and the short-term enjoyment that you can get from activities that Stephen Covey defines as sharp all. Because if we want to create that balance there to create the most effective situation to achieve your goals, you're still going to want to refresh yourself with some of those quote-unquote monkey activities like watching TV, playing video games, going on social media. If this is something that you find wholesome, something that you find value from that makes you feel good and keeps you engaged because these things are part of life as well and it's hard really for anything to be unilaterally labeled as bad or good but it does get easier when we talk about the time consumed and the amount of our days that we're spending doing them there can get to a point where it's too much you know too much to TV too much Netflix too much Netflix binging too many video games, too much online gaming sessions, too much time on social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, this, that, and the other, or sports, and whatever it is that you know that you're doing on a daily basis with your same 24 hours that you have, that I have, that Steve has, that all of the millionaires and billionaires in the world have as well. We're all working with the same 24 hours on a daily basis. And how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. And if you want to do something different, you have to be able, willing, motivated, disciplined, to take actions that create effective change, as painful as that can be. Many of you probably heard on Steve's show on Sunday where he was interviewing a man named Rod Cleef. He was an immigrant at the age of six from the Netherlands, so he's culturally Dutch. He came here with his brother and his mom, and he became a multi-multi-millionaire through investing in real estate. And when we talk about taking advice from qualified people or just confirming the idea that motivation is important, he says motivation is important. Because after he got to a point where he had his $8 million mansion, his LED lit pool, his $200,000 aquarium, you know, blah, 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 this, that, and the other, he was in his pool one day by himself. His family was sleeping inside. It was a late night pool session, and he was struck by depression like a lightning bolt when he realized that this goal that he had worked 20 years for wasn't it. It was not the thing that he was actually wanting ultimately. It was something else and it was something that meant contributing back to others in a meaningful way. And of course, during the process of building this business, especially with real estate, you're helping and serving other people. But he just got to this point where seeing this quote-unquote accomplishment showed him 
that he really hadn't done enough of what he really wanted to do, which is why he started the Tiny Hands Foundation, which helps kids with food in the Florida area and around the southeastern United States. He's literally fed over 110,000 children at this point through this foundation, and that's something that truly motivates him. And that's where I keep encountering that idea of the happiness doesn't come from the achievement of the goal. It comes from the process of achieving goals with helping and serving other people, including your family and in a degree yourself. You know, we talked a while back about what happens on a plane if the pressure is lost in the cabin. The masks come down, what do they tell you to do? Put on your mask first before other people. So, of course, there's going to be that balance there. But the balance for most people is to re-emphasize helping and serving other people while not sacrificing yourself in the process. I see a lot of people that seem to be helping and serving other people, but they're running themselves ragged. They're not taking their mental health seriously. They're not rewarding themselves. They're not resting properly and sharpening the saw properly. They're just going in permanent burnout mode because they have this misguided interpretation of helping and serving other people. There's still a part of that to where you have to help and serve yourself, but it's a relatively smaller portion. The fulfillment is going to come from helping and serving other people. There's some satisfaction from helping and serving yourself, but it doesn't seem to be fulfillment necessarily. And maybe there's some people out there that will disagree with that. Um, maybe, maybe there's just a lot of selfishness out there that really has to be um, managed better. But that's what really life comes down to, is helping and serving other people in some way, big or small. But that's what ends up making us feel the most fulfilled. Um, everybody listening, if you want to call in, it's our phone number, 281-558-5738, 281-558-5738 to call into KSEV. And if you want to send me an email, that's trevor at totalwealthacademy.com, trevor at totalwealthacademy.com. And if you want to get the free PDF, and I mean really free, it's send me an email, trevor at totalwealthacademy.com, and I'll be happy to send you the free PDF of The Richest Man in Babylon. That is truly free. That is no frills. That is literally straight link to a beautiful website that is straight there at the PDF, and you can read it in probably about an hour or two. In a nutshell, motivation is important. So the pushback that some people put on it, I think, is completely misguided. I think it's completely out of tune and out of touch. It's trying to skip step one to get to step 10 where you're at a point where you're not in a financial position you want to be in you have to get motivated first if that hasn't motivated you enough and for a lot of people it has but you have to get to a point where you want to take action because if you truly want to take action you will take action and then you're going to take the actions that get you to that goal motivation is a core part of taking action on any goal with real estate, 
or outside of real estate. I want to discuss some of the numbers that go into real estate deals because it is more expensive than getting into the stock market. Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it because if you're going to get into the stock market, it's you literally can buy stocks for less than 10 bucks. You know, big deal, you're not going to become a millionaire by buying 10 shares of a $10 stock. It's not going to happen. That's not exactly what's going to happen for the vast overwhelming majority of people. When you're investing in real estate, you should be expecting to buy a piece of single family real estate for between 10 to 30 thousand dollars out of pocket. Some deals are less expensive during down markets. So what do you think we're praying for right now to happen sooner rather than later? The down market, of course. High markets because prices are high and everybody's confident and everybody seems to think this is the way the market's supposed to be. And really it's really supposed to be somewhere in the middle once you really look at it. But we have the ups and downs because we're just not exactly professionals at maintaining the status of the economy because the economy is very complicated and difficult to manage. We are going to see the most expensive deals during the high markets. So we have our spotlight nights every month. It's the second week of the month, the second Thursday of the month. And as a guest, you can come out to this event. This is an event where we have hundreds of members out here. Our average number of people out here is over 200. And we go over single family deals and multifamily deals. And when we get back from the break, I want to go over the details of the most recent single family deal that we discussed uh, with a family that became members just a couple months ago. The rich teach their kids differently than the poor and middle class. We are teaching our students what the rich teach their kids. Learn why saving your way to retirement doesn't work and how to build a second stream of income that comes in for the rest of your life. This allows you to retire at any age and simply enjoy more of your life with peace of mind about your financial future. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, to the final segment of today's show, Total Wealth Academy radio show with me, Trevor Davis. And I was highlighting now our Spotlight event, which is available every single month. It's the second Thursday of the month. We start at 6.30. Presentations start at 7. Um, 6.30 to 7 is basically the cocktail hour. Um, and I make beer. So if you like beer, you like craft beer, um, as much as I do, and I love craft beer, I'm always making beer. I always bring up at least one new beer that I've made. And the two new beers I'm going to be bringing up are both um, farmhouse-style sour beers. So one's going to be a wheat sour, and the other's going to be a tropical fruit sour. So if you want to try my beer, you're more than welcome to come up to our Spotlight event as a guest. And, of course, members, I'm sure you all already know about my beer and probably had your fill of it uh, quite a bit up to this point, and I hope you're ready for more. So that's going to be, let me check the date here, second Thursday of the month in July. That's going to be July 7th, starting at 6.30 p.m. That's going to be our spotlight event. We're going to have somebody do a single-family deal, as always, and somebody present a multifamily deal, as always. And actually, three times ago, we had a couple do a presentation. And I'm not going to say names over air, but this couple joined Total Wealth Academy 
a couple months ago, I want to say it was right around actually December of 2021, so about half a year ago, and already three months later, three, four months later, they are presenting here at Total Wealth Academy. We've had this happen multiple times where somebody who has no real estate, they have this motivation to come in here and take action and hit the ground running and go into it once they know how to do it. So heck, maybe that's all some people need because the motivation is already there. Sometimes, most of the time, people need both. But if the motivation was something that they needed, certainly didn't hurt, they were able to purchase two pieces of property that they discussed during the Spotlight event. Now, these are more expensive deals because these are, of course, purchased during the still high market. And their out-of-pocket was higher than what you usually want to see with that $10,000, $20,000, $30,000. And these are, these are straight up more expensive deals because one was $42,000 total out-of-pocket and the other one was fifty. So that's something that's going to be a little bit more challenging for some people. But keep in mind that this is, again, part of the high market. Everybody all around the planet knew it was a high market so everybody and their realtor knew that they could sell these properties for as high as possible and guess what once you do that too much what does that start doing to the economy it starts causing issues as people get outpriced people can't actually purchase these properties it starts pushing into a down market because people get too greedy they think the high market can go on forever, and that's literally not true, never will be true. No more true than the fact that it, when the down market comes, as it's coming now, it's not going to last forever either. So these total out-of-pocket investments, though, I want to make sure that everybody understands that that value, when calculated, is secured by the asset. So a $50,000 total out-of-pocket put into this piece of real estate is 100% covered by the value of the asset and you have the equity capture from the fact that your difference in the total cost of the project with your total out-of-pocket is greater. Your value of the property once improved is greater than your total cost so you're getting that equity capture right then and there. So if a situation came around where you had to sell it for some reason you'd get all of that money back and a profit on top of it for your efforts. But these are rental hold deals. On these houses, they secured right off the bat $35,000 in equity total. 10,000 on one, over 10,000 on one, over 25,000 on the other. So they profited effectively immediately. You know, it's secured equity. You're gonna have to get that liquid on sale but that value is literally there in the asset after it's been improved and refinanced. So they're covered in that regard. And then one had $300 in cash flow and the other had $400 in cash flow. Now, there's two other ways that the house makes money besides the equity capture and the cash flow, which is appreciation and principal pay down. 
So when you're getting your cash flow, that's going to be your regular monthly income that you're getting month over month over month. So that's what most people are encountering, what most people are familiar with. So if you get 10 of these things, you're going to have at least $3,000 in cash flow a month. You could even go up to $4,000 or more, depending on how good your numbers are. And I've seen people get way over 5000 even with just 10, 10 houses. But that's pretty standard, is to hit around 3000 to 4000 a month. But bear in mind, too, that this is not a W-2 income. You're not going to be taxed at W-2 income tax rates. You depreciate the real estate assets on an annual basis, which just means that you're saying it's degrading to dust, basically zero value over 29 and a half years. So from its day one value to that 29 and a half years, year over year, you cut that amount of loss out of the income that you get, and then you pay taxes on that business income for the remainder. And in many situations, people are paying taxes on minimal income out of this cash flow, or sometimes less. So it's an extremely advantageous way to have your income be produced. Also, when we talk about the principal paydown, your renters are paying off your principal for you. You collect a rent check, and included in that is your principal and interest. The principal is paying off the balance of the note to the bank. So your renters are literally paying off your property for you when you own real estate and rent it out. Doesn't matter if it's a single family house, a storage unit, or an apartment complex. And then appreciation. This is the main reason why depreciation is incredibly crazy to exist. Because literally, the asset is appreciating. It's going up in value year over year in normal economic cycles. Now, you're going to see some slower years. And God forbid, this is very, very odd, but sometimes it happens where there are cycles where a real estate area loses value. But for the most part, your average is going to be doubling in value about every two decades. Some places it's way sooner than that, but that's been the average around the country. So the asset is getting more expensive value-wise year over year because of the natural forces of the economy through supply and demand. And as areas get more competitive, prices go up. More amenities in an area, prices go up. Better schools, prices go up. It's... The part that we always see, but nobody wants to talk about the areas that, you know, are going steady or sometimes going down. They always want to talk about the appreciating neighborhoods because, of course, that's where you make money. That's where gentrification happens. That's where most people have their interests. But, yeah, overwhelmingly, once you look at it, it's almost like every single area is appreciating. So those are the four ways that appreciation that real estate makes you money. And I'm going to have to keep beating this dead horse for basically forever, but it's very hard to compare the tangibility of real estate with stocks. Because I can go into my phone, I can go and go into a stock app or on my banking app and literally purchase stocks right now. And for entertainment purposes only, I've gone so far as to purchase some stocks recently with a very tiny amount of money, by the way. 
because I know better than to invest in the stock market. That's just me. If it works for you, great. But it's so far not been the hottest deal because, of course, this is right before the down market, and I just wanted to see what exactly this was going to do. And above all, to say that, look, I've invested in the stock market as well, for goodness sake. And, yeah, it's, I mean, you're just watching it go up and down, and you're trying to get the best information that you're, you want to get without getting into insider trading territory because then you'd get sent to prison like Martha Stewart did, and you don't want to be in that situation. So real estate has measurability and tangibility. And if you're a control type of person, you want to have control of your money. If you're someone who even thinks that they're a control freak, why would you be the type of person then to turn around and invest your money in something that is entirely outside of your control? That's entirely dependent on the whims of the up and down markets. That's basically you have to try and collect information from a website that literally is called fool.com. I mean, I get that they're making a reference to the play um, by Shakespeare where the fool gets to be the only one to tell the truth to the king, but that to me is kind of ridiculous. Make sure you're getting your information from sources that have tangible assets and advocate for real estate. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in today with the Total Wealth Academy radio show. If you want to come out to the Spotlight Night, head to TotalWealthAcademy.com. My name is Trevor Davis. I really appreciate you all tuning in today. I hope this was a constructive radio show for you, and I'll see you all next Wednesday. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.